Sometimes a relaxing night just isn't in the cards. Welcome to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Tonight, I am joined by Velvet and Joe, who you may know from the other half of Flight Night, Flight Risk Podcast. How are you two doing today? Uh, I'm super excited to be here on Coruscant Nights. Uh, my name is Velvet. Uh, I use Fayfair. You may know me as Anarchy on Flight Risk, but tonight I'll be playing Coraline, a Zabrak Night Sister. And I am Joe, also from the Flight Risk Podcast. I use he, him. And uh, I'm at, I feel like I've made it to the big time. I'm, I'm at Coruscant Nights. Like, who, whoa! <laughs> like, <laughs> when, when did this happen, right? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, I'm, pay- I'm playing a Zabrak by the name of Stano. I am uh, Coraline's little brother. And he is this, this huge, just jacked Zabrak. <laughs> Very intimidating and probably perfect for this misfit scenario. <laughs> this is going to be a weird one. I'm looking forward to it. So is it true that you two have still never played together? This would be Not the yet. first. Yes. Like, like this would after be like, the first episode of us being together on an episode. After like two years of Flight Risk? Yeah. How God. many How many wow. recording sessions do you think Flight Risk is done? And, and Dwayne is purposefully keeping the two of you apart. Dwayne I mean, is It's afraid. because he knows better. We, we would burn down our brand. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's why we're here. We're here to burn down your brand. <laughs> yes. Good. That's what I'm hoping for, really. <laughs> Coraline and Stano work at a restaurant in Lower Gunga Town called Little Cabana. It's a well. Why don't you Why don't you two tell me about it? I know we talked about it a little bit before. I think it's very much one of those places that only spreads by word of mouth. We don't really do advertising, and it's almost like a little hole in the wall wall joint. Like, you would miss it if you didn't know about it, but it's pretty bustling once you're inside. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is it's it's like a beach restaurant, right? And there are no beaches around, like, for thousands of miles, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, think, I think that's what we discussed. Yeah, so it's got <laughs> sort of um, that grass roof sticking out of the side of the building. A little patio out front with some some of those little pillar space heater things right now, because it's, it's winter but people still want to be outside. What does Coraline do at the restaurant? Coraline doesn't have quite the the showmanship that Stano has, so she mostly deals, you know, with cashiering duties, and occasionally she'll do deliveries. Uh, It's very much a Squidward and Spongebob type of situation. (laughs) (laughs) Great, Um, and we we can say that... (laughs) (laughs) It's eerily similar to, but legally distinct enough from a Squidward and Spongebob situation. (laughs) Please don't sue us, Nickelodeon. <laughs> the owner of the restaurant is another Zabrak named Ankel. Uh, he's an older gentleman. He's owned this place for a while and brought the two of you on recently. What does Stano do at the restaurant? Stano is actually a chef uh, at okay. the restaurant. He does all of his like cooking in front of the patrons. So uh, I would imagine that like in a place like this, you want to make sure that the person cooking your food isn't doing anything like to it. So um, in order, so Ankel uh, made sure that it's kind of like an open view kitchen so that you could actually watch what mm-hmm. the kitchen is doing. And so Stano has, he, he's a chef and he does most of his cutting with a very, very large sword. 
very large. Yes, very, very, very large. large. Yes, I uh, think like think like Lurch with like uh with like a claymore, right? Like it's <laughs> a giant like sword that you know he just runs around that that he would run around with if it wasn't like you know just for like cutting food. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like that's that's his thing. He's he he cooks, and that's about it. So it is late evening. Probably the last group of people is uh, is winding down for the night. Tomorrow is a very, very big day. The Hollow Show, Cantinas, Commissaries, and Cafes is going to come. Host Fry Chieti, uh, who everybody just like loves his uh, his Hollow TV personality. And Ankel's very excited because it, it's going to hopefully bring more business to, to the little cabana. Nice. Yeah. So it's winding down. The two of you are sort of cleaning up for the night. And before we do anything else, we should probably roll some destiny dice. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Everybody oh. roll dark side. Wow. So we are starting out with three dark side points. Interestingly enough, our friend who you may know, Dwayne, oh, donated no. for destiny. He has a message for the two of you. Actually, uh-huh. he's got a message for everybody. Hey, Nightcrawlers. It's your favorite morally ambiguous doctor and GM of Flight Risk, Dwayne. I just want to thank all the people who have donated to Donate for Destiny and have helped support this amazing cause, as well as all of our amazing Flight Night listeners. I think I can speak for Mark when I say that we appreciate each and every one of you and love interacting with you on Twitter and Discord. I'm so excited to hear what Joe and Velvet come up with, as I've had the pleasure of having them drive flight risk stories for almost two years. On that note, I want to give them a gift this episode to make it even more amazing. I'm scared. Since I know (laughs) they both love a challenge, tonight's Destiny Pool will start all dark side. Here's hoping for a despair and some classic Star Wars dismemberment. Hugs and kisses, Dwayne. Oh, Dwayne, I swear, the next time I talk to you, we're going to have some words. We're going to have some really, really, really long words. Strongly worded words. I will get revenge. Strongly worded words. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All caps. No lowercase. All caps. (laughs) With exclamation points. (laughs) Since we rolled all dark side already, I'm just going to add two more. So we're starting out with five dark side points. Why don't the two of you tell me what this restaurant's like this time of night? It's probably 1130, getting close to midnight. I'm, I'm guessing this place in Lower Gunga Town closes at about midnight. Um, you're not going to get much traffic past then. What's it like this late at night? So I'm going to say that there's this there's this trio of customers, right? That always like 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 think of like Norm and Fraser Crane and <laughs> uh, and like uh, what uh, the other character that's always with them. Cliff. Like yeah yeah like, yeah Cliff like they're, they're just sitting at the end of the bar and they're just kind of sitting there talking to uh, le- like talking to Uncle yeah and uh, they always close out the cabana every night because every they've night. got nothing better to do. Great. So they are at one corner of the bar. Ankel is having a conversation with them. Sano's in the back, probably scrubbing down the pots and pans. Mm-hmm. What's Coraline doing? Yeah, if it's if it's nearing closing, Coraline is probably just coming back from like the last couple of deliveries of the night. Okay, so let's say Coraline is is outside and she sees. I'll flip a dark side point because I have so many. 
she sees a group of three very large people head into the restaurant ahead of her. They are wearing leather jackets and looking to the left and right, you spot a couple very shiny red swoops with skulls on the front. Would you like to do an underworld or I either do, one uh, you could do an underworld check as these three people walk into the bar? I would. I'd like to see if I know these rude dudes. Just one purple. All dice have canceled out. How new are Stano and Coraline to the area? How long have you been here? If you don't mind, I, I can answer that. Go I want to say that we've actually retired from doing, uh, I don't want to say like wet work, but like, you know, uh, what? so we're in the Clone Wars, right? Some damp <laughs> duties. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just say like we, we've just finished like a, a tour of duty or okay. multiple tours of duty, you know, working with the, uh, the Senate at the time. Great. Great. Okay. And now we're just getting back into civilian life. So uh, this is your sort of your semi-retirement. You're you're maybe not ver- well versed with the uh, the local gangs yet, but you can tell that these three people look like they're probably in a gang. Some rude dudes. Stan, I want to try the second one as they sidle up to the bar and ask on Kel for for free drink. Yeah, sure. I will. Uh, I will roll, and that is green, green, and a purple, right? Because I have two green in the world. Yep. There Look at that! Go. A success and two advantages. Noise. These fellows are from the Blood Wolves. You can see that they are all Deveronian. Maybe two of them have red skin. One's got sort of a yellowish golden skin, and they've got big horns protruding from their head. And they sit down, and they're very demanding. Come on, man, give us our drinks. So Stano notices this and steps out from behind, I guess, the area where he's doing dishes and looks down to them because he's just super tall and goes, I know your kind, slime, get out. And Anka looks up to you because he's a little bit shorter and he says, we don't want any trouble here. Will you just please uh, serve them? I have some things that I need to do in the back. So Stano kind of looks at Ankel and is about to like protest. And then kind of looks at the group and then looks back at Uncle and just nods and uh, pours them like shots of the absolute cheapest like urine water that he could find, <laughs> right? Like like bottom of the bottom shelf, like like I think most people know what a cheap alcohol is. the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? Or like Admiral Nelson instead of like <laughs> instead of like Captain Morgan. <laughs> and he, 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 he he's visibly not happy about it, so he slams the sh- the shot glasses on the uh, on the counter and then pours them each half shots. One of these guys glares at you as you pour and you see Cliff Norman Frazier mm-hmm. give y'all the side eye and scoot out of the place as fast as they can. <laughs> It looks like you scared paying customers very well. It looks like you forgot that we get the drinks off the top shelf. He looks over at Ankel for, like, an answer. Ankel looks nervous. He sort of beat it quickly to the the back and is going through something in the refrigerator. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really want to have anything to do with these guys. Very well. (laughs) The guy at the bar points at him and says, you owe us this month's rent. You gonna pay up 
are we going to have to do this the hard way again? Uh, does he tell that to me or to Uncle? He's not even looking at you at all. He's looking right yeah. past you at Uncle. And I look over at Uncle and I go, Is it true? Are they your landlord? Uh, sort of. I have to pay them. Otherwise, bad things will happen. All bad things will happen for sure. And he stares back at the three. Yeah, I kind of imagine him as he says that he he (laughs) turns and looks at them. Uh huh. And like like he starts to like pull out his like for show like claymore off of his back, and uh, then he he nonchalantly says, "You know, I just got off of a tour of duty for the Senate. Do you really want to test fate today?" The one who looks like a leader, the leader of the three, slowly stands up. I, I want to do the the Back to the Future thing, mm-hmm. where, where <laughs> he stands up, like, to your height, and then goes, like, an inch more. <laughs> like on his tippy toes? <laughs> <laughs> you can't see his feet, but maybe. So he's got his chin up, and he's got, like, a, he's bearing his chest, like, you want to go, bro? Huh? Yeah. You want to yeah. go? His horns are bigger yeah. than your horns. Oh, Ooh. oh, this is. Oh, don't make fun of the horns, buddy. <laughs> what is? What does Coraline make of this? So she just walks in and has seen these people sit down and start threatening Stano and Ankel. Have they noticed uh, me enter? I don't think so. At this point, can we um, get a description of both Coraline and Stano? <clears throat> oh yeah, sure. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, so Stano is standing at about seven feet tall. He's muscular, and I'm, I'm talking, what, what's it called? Like, his brawn is three, so he's not, like, the buffest Sabrak you'll ever meet, uh-huh. but he's up there, right? Yeah. Uh, he also looks like he's pretty fast. Um, he's wear- Right now, he's wearing, like, the, um, the general, like, black polo shirt uniform thing with like he's black got an pants. Apron on. Yeah. yeah, and he's got but he's just got an apron on over uh over his clothes so he doesn't like um ruin his uh uniform as he's yeah. working. Would you say you said he was muscular and fast so he's probably like got a boxer's physique. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, th- I think that is uh that is a better description uh than what I was thinking of. So yeah, so like he's just he's just and he just has this like very very intimidating uh presence. So okay. like if so like normally you wouldn't have a problem unless he has a problem with you. Mm-hmm. Uh sort of vibe, right? Yeah. Um besides that, yeah. Oh, actually no, his presence is one. So like people just kind of like think he's like like a fluffy teddy bear. Yeah, they probably well, yeah. they probably think he's kind of a dummy. They they just like Yeah. They don't pay him any attention because uh, what I believe the proper term is a himbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, himbo. There we go. <laughs> and what about Coraline as she uh, quietly comes in the door? I think you can tell the relation by the height. Uh, Coraline is by no means as tall as Thanos, but she's probably like about six feet tall. Okay. And she's got kind of like that, you know, that, that Asajj Ventress built going on. Like she's very lean and kind of curvy. And whereas, you know, Thanos is a lot brawnier, she's a lot leaner. Like she's very toned, and she's kind of wearing that that like short sleeved polo over a long sleeve shirt, kind of like that Domino's delivery driver look. Mm-hmm. And let's see if they see you. I'm gonna roll a uh, vigilance against you, against your stealth. They're not gonna see you. Yeah, Uh-oh. no. Uh, two threats for them. 
Ooh, which, uh, if you decide to act, could be boosts, unless you've got something else in mind. Hmm, can I put those in my pocket for a later action? For a little scene? bit, yeah. Sure. So I, I think I'm going to start uh, creeping toward, I think, y you know, uh, I I'm sure I, I heard a little bit of what was going on, and just, you know, I clearly know Stanos enough to know that, uh, you know, he's getting ready to throw down, so I think I'm going to start sneaking up. Okay. Stano and the leader of this group, they're having, like, a, a beef-off right now. Who's who's <laughs> off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does Stano want to do? Uh, so, it, is the intimidation factor not working? Um, is that something that I may want to roll? I think we'll probably want to do a coercion <clears throat> if, if that's what you want to go for. Sure. Uh, I will definitely roll a coercion, even though I'm not good at it. I see. You have an auto advantage in it. Do I? I think that might be uh, a Zabrak thing. Oh, okay. Well, it, it doesn't show up on the sheet for some reason. Oh, it shows but, up on uh, my version. Oh, no, no, team. no. You know what? Because I was looking at the wrong thing. You're right. I do have an automatic advantage. So, yeah, uh, I will uh, go ahead and roll the green. So, let's see. Let's see. Exclamation point. R. G, G, G. It's going to be... All right. It's it's too easy. It's one purple, but I'm gonna flip a dark side point over for it. So it's gonna All be right. one red. One red. Here we go. Three Ooh. advantages. So that that is a failure, though. Yeah. He's he's standing failure. that that inchish above you, and he's got those big horns. Okay. What do you say to him? You have three seconds to back down to finish your drink back down and make your way outside before I grab the bench from under you and beat your head in with it. How big are your horns? I'm going to say uh, they're at least... how Well, their horns are... They're not very big, are they? Some Usually. of them are. I'm going to say like, it's like, about four inches. Four okay, inches. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy grabs you by one of the horns and pulls your face close to his and <laughs> says, I'm going to finish my drink. And then you're gonna give me another one. And then your your guy, your boss over there, and he points, is gonna pay me. So can I say that those three advantages? Mm -hmm. uh, what do I want to do with those three advantages? Um, I'm going to say that when this is about to go down, that I have a, an advantage, like a home field advantage, right? Like I could see their benches, like it, it, like I, I have easy reach to their benches. Cause let's just say like the counter, it a actually has just kind of like, they're at the seat. Open below it? Yeah, it's open yeah. below it. So I, I want to say that I want to have easy access to their benches. Okay, great. And he uh, sits back down. He lets go of your horn, sits back down, takes his drink pushes the glass forward and uh, gestures for you to pour another one. And once he gestures to pour another one, I'm going to make it look like I'm ready to pick up the bottle, but instead I'm going to sweep kick all three of those benches. All right. You can roll <laughs> your brawl attack and then we'll roll initiative. Yep. 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 Brawl is in the cards, baby. Three stats. Yep. Three yellows. Um, Exclamation point roll. Um, yellow, yellow, yellow. What's the difficulty? Uh, brawl's average. Two, two purples. Two purples. Uh, and PP. Why, why, why? PP! That's two successes and a threat. Okay, what's your brawn? Uh, my brawn is yeah. I th three. Okay. 
two, three, four, five damage minus their soak. All right. So I'd say that you still have one advantage left over, at least from that previous mm-hmm. roll. Yeah. Do you want to add a boost onto that roll? Uh, sure. So just rolling a boost onto that. Yeah. Okay. So let's cancel that roll. thread out. Boost. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you definitely hit them. They're not going to fall on the ground, but what did that look like? He he sweep kicks the like the chairs, right? Or mm-hmm. the, the benches. Yeah. Or, uh, stools. Stools is the word that I'm looking for. Yes. Stool. He sweep like he just is sweeping like low kick and it knocks over all three of the stools uh, that they're sitting on. So, uh, A, let's just say that um, they weren't too, let's say that they weren't too pleased about that, and B, like the whole point wasn't really to do the damage, it was really just for them to like fall down on the ground. Yeah. So I I don't know how you want to play that out, but I can't really think of anything else that would have happened if I swept the uh, bench. Like maybe they stumbled back. Yeah, yeah, they can definitely stumble back a little bit. Let's roll some initiative. All right. And that would be vigilance, right? I think it's going to be cool for the both of you, because you know it's going down. Yeah, one green. (laughs) They're not much better. (laughs) They rolled nothing. I rolled an advantage. You're going before them. Yeah. All right. So you have the first two slots. You sweep the leg below the bar knock the stools over and knock them back a couple feet back towards Coraline. What would the two of you like to do? I would think that Coraline could act at this point because now they're in her court. I imagine at this point they're still closer uh, to Stano than they are to me. Okay, you're you're on the far side of the restaurant then? Oh no, I was creeping forward, you're right. I don't okay, think I yeah, you too can far though. Definitely get, you can get close to them or wherever you need to. It's a small restaurant. It's uh, It won't take much to get from one side to the other. Okay, so I think... Yeah, I mean, I have a similar brawl. Um, I think as they're startled by that, I might just run up and, like, you know, Liu Kang flying kick one of the the two lesser goobers. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> it's going to be two purples. Ooh, failure. But an advantage. All right, so you do sort of a flying leap kick at these people, and maybe they, they don't see you coming, but it doesn't quite land the way you planned. Any idea for that advantage? I would say maybe I, you know, instead of kicking the head, I like kick the shoulder blade. Yeah. So no damage, but maybe I push one of them uh, closer to Stano. Sure. All that leather, it just didn't get all the way through and Stano can go. All right. So the one that Coraline kind of shoves towards me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to attempt to grab him by the shirt and then slam him into the bar top. Okay. That's just going to be a brawl check against two purples. All right. Cool. Let's see how this is gonna go. Uh, let's see, my brawl is it's three yellows. Um, 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 yes. And the more words of Captain Falcon show your so, moves. Oh. <laughs> two threats. These guys are liking two of you tonight. You go to uh, grab this person by the shirt, and I think with two threats, he ends up grabbing you by the arm instead. Oh, okay. So, so you, it's maybe fast. like. You put you you grab his shirt and then he uses both hands to grab your arm and he's gonna try and like you know twist it up and get you in a grip. Okay, fair enough. Oof! Wow. Okay, so that's a success, one threat, and two triumphs. Oh, <laughs> what is going on here, Mark? I paid D one C three to only roll well for me, 
tonight. <laughs> so this guy grabs you by the arm and uh, sort of twists it up and then twists it back and behind your back. And one of them has you in a grip now. Mm-hmm. And this uh, one of the other two just starts messing the place up, um, kicking tables over, breaking stools, uh, just making a complete mess of this place. Oh. oh um, he's also going to do one, two, three, four, four wounds minus your soap. Oh, okay. My soap is five. Yeah. Um, so uh-huh. yeah, he, he does. Yeah. He, he just like punches. Like, like when he punches me, it just like dings off of my, like my hard chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, he's got you in a grip right now um, mm-hmm. with your, your hand, your arm behind your back sort of twisted. Oh, no. Yep. It's back around to the two of you, though. So, uh, Velvet, would you mind if I uh, I took the first round on this? Please do. All right. So I'm going to attempt to basically turn the arm twist around on the whoever's holding me mm-hmm. and try to Flip. bash him back into the bar like, okay. like I originally planned. This yeah. scene will work the way I want it to. It will. Darn it. <laughs> 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 so it's just that same uh, roll. Yeah, the same roll. This is the director's um, cut. With my threat, you can have a boost on it. Yellow, yellow, yellow. His grip's not. Um, his grip is there, but it's not great. Boost. And then two purple, right? Yep. Okay. You know what? Can, can I do flip it? a light side? Yep. And that'll give me an additional boost, correct? That'll or give, will you it give me extra green. green. Extra green. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll flip that right after I do this. Two All successes right. and three right. advantages. Okay. So, so you knock him out. What what does that look like? So like like he's got me into the arm twist. I basically um let's just say I'm double jointed mm-hmm. and I'm able to like turn it around on him, grab him by the back of the neck, and just slam his head onto the counter. It slams and he just sort of bounces back and onto the ground, passed out. And then with the three advantages. Yeah. I'm going to pass one of those to Velvet. Mm-hmm. And then the other two is I'm able to grab the other two before they could actually do any major damage to um, the property. Okay, so for two advantages, I'd say they're pretty, it's a pretty loose grab. Yeah, but now I have their attention. That's that's yeah. the whole point. Like, yeah. they thought that I was, okay, cool, they're going to take care, like, he's going to take care of me, and uh-huh. then they're just going to do whatever they want, and then I knock this, this guy out. Yeah. And then kind of like grab them both by the jacket with a loose grip to, right. to get their attention so yep. that they're not damaging Uncle's Un- like property because he cares a lot about Uncle. Yep. Great. Coraline. I, th- I think seeing that my, uh, you know, my brawling did not have much of an effect. I'm going to take a couple steps back towards the pool table, which we obviously have. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to grab a couple of balls. And I think, you know, once Stano has them... Like in a, you know, in a loose, but grip nevertheless, I think I'm going to just like chuck a ball at, at oh, the other small time. Okay. Great. So it's ranged light. It's going to be easy. One purple. Oh, one purple. Where's my range light? Okay. Uh, for the... All right. So one success. We're going to do plus one damage. And what's your brawn? My brawn is two. Two. Uh, so that's four. It definitely hit one of them and it probably like hurt a bit didn't knock either of them out but what did that look like uh, i i think you know in, in very anime-ish fashion i think it's a very quick grab with like three different camera angles and then it's a very fast throw and it slows down like right before it hits him in the noggin and then it's a little bit of that womp 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 when there's not much damage <laughs> uh it like 
knocks his head back um, hard, and he just slowly brings it back up and glares at you. And one of them is going to do a thing. Two, these two Deveronians break from Stano's grip, and a third one pops in from outside, just pops his head in, and you notice off in the distance of your hearing, you can hear sirens approaching. And looking back towards the kitchen, you see Ankel is on the uh, comlink with somebody. And this person pops their head in and says, Y'all better hurry up. The clones are coming. And one of them starts to grab the guy who's who's knocked out. Uh, tries to like get a grip around his his back to drag him out. And it's back to the two of you if you want to do anything. Yeah. So uh, I immediately put my foot down on the guy that's knocked out. <laughs> you hear yeah. the breath escape him. Oh. Yeah. Like 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 I immediately put my foot down like on his back. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to, to to make sure that he stays exactly where I have plans for him. <laughs> um, and then uh, I'm going to swing at the guy that's going to help. Me. All right. So it's just going to be that same uh, same yeah. brawl check. Two Oof. successes, a threat and it, and a triumph. Yep. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Two successes plus your brawn is not enough to knock anybody out, but that definitely did some damage. And what do you want to do for your triumph? Your triumph could knock somebody out if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. I'm taking trophies. <laughs> I'm knocking at uh, the, the dude that I just hit. So like he puts his foot down on the guy that's uh, th- th- that's on the ground at this point. Mm-hmm. And then as the other as the other guy kind of looks up at me, I slug him in the face. His head hits the countertop and he falls like right like head to head, like next to each other, like on the floor. Horns down. locked. Yep. Yeah, horns locked. Yep, and the last person who's in the little cabana right now doesn't look like they're doing well, and they are running for the door. What is yep. Coraline going to do? You know, that's why whomever invented the billiard table uh, added so many balls. <laughs> There's also sticks, you know. My, my arm is better ranged. Okay. I don't want to mess up my uniform, because if it's got to get mended, that comes out of my check. So yeah, I'm just going to uh, do another toss, uh, and if I may uh, use up those boosts I was saving up. Yep, do it. What is my difficulty? Same as before, just one purple. There you go. This last person is is in very bad shape after what you do to them. What did you do? Uh, I think I think it's the same as before. Uh, the, the throw is not the throw is great. The impact is not spectacular, but I think uh, I hit him just like right in that temple, and it causes them to stumble uh, yeah. into our you know big singing uh, space fish. They. Um blink a couple times and put their hand to their head. Any ideas for the four advantages? They could trip over the other two people. Oh yeah, no, I think they definitely trip and become a fire hazard for their buddies. Uh, anything else you want to do with them? <laughs> you know, maybe they get tangled up in each other after they fall down. It takes them okay. longer to get out. Great. That person outside peeks around the door frame again, opens their eyes really wide and just books it. And you hear the, the engine of a swoop start up. The Sirens outside are getting louder and closer, and the swoop sounds like it is taking off down the street. So Stano looks over to Coraline and goes, Remember what we did on Kashyyyk? I remember well. Very good. So he starts to drag the the two outside. Mm -hmm. He takes off their jackets, 
and then like grabs like some rope and then hangs it like hangs them fr- like on the front of the shop like by their feet just hanging <laughs> upside down um and then uh puts like both of their jackets like on a on a wooden post and then like just like basically puts a knife through the uh through the wood and through their jacket so that's hanging out like in like like it's it, the jackets are hanging on this wooden post mm-hmm. and being held like and the knife is going right through their um their insignias yeah they've got these big <laughs> patches uh of mm-hmm. sort of a red wolf skull with horns yeah and your knife is like right through it yep and i since this is a beach themed restaurant i think they are now hanging next to a big hanging styrofoam shark <laughs> Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Jaws had now has company outside. <laughs> or should we call it Shaws? Or Shaws, yeah. Let us call it Spaws. Spaws, Spaws has company outside. <laughs> Space Jaws. <laughs> uh, at one point, Coraline like, glued a laser pointer to its forehead so it could have a freaking laser beam. <laughs> of course. And inside, you hear Ankel worrying over the state of his of his restaurant. The clone cruisers uh, they pull up outside, and a couple clone officers come out. They've got their blasters uh, drawn, and one of them approaches you. He's got the little blue uh, shoulder pauldron. Yeah, we were called about a disturbance. Is everything all right? Ah, very good, clones. Well, comrade, we had a bit of disturbance as he like take he takes out like um like his uh, he's got like a little pouch with his uh, like his clear like his military ID and stuff like that and kind of shows <laughs> it to him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, my sister and I were on leave and decided to take a little take up a little bit of uh, civilian life when these low lives come back. Decided to come into our restaurant and try to extort uh, funds from our employer. Ankel comes out the front door and the uh, the clone looks sort of back and past you. Uh, another one goes up to the jackets and looks at the insignia and turns back to his, uh, his boss and says, Eh, uh, sir, it's the Blood Wolves again. How long have they been bothering you? And Ankel says, They've been coming by for... About two months now. And you didn't call us before? No, they threatened me. But uh, something even worse has happened now. Oh, what's that? Well, Cantina's commissaries and cafes is going to come here tomorrow, and we're all out of Nexu fish. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not worry about the state of the restaurant. We're just out of fish. <laughs> What a twist! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, I love you, Mark. And Ankel turns to the two of you and says, "I'm gonna need you to do an extra errand before you're off tonight. I'll pay you double time. Just please find some Nexu fish. It's our specialty." Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. 
For more information on this and our other projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Velvet and Joe for playing on these episodes. You can find Velvet on Twitter at OGBrownSugar, and Joe is at JoeKasm. That's J-O-E-K-H-A-S-M. And you can find both of them on Flight Risk Podcast, with new episodes every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're loving Coruscant Nights, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher and visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Nights. It's hard to believe, but our 100th episode is coming up next month. To celebrate, we'll be giving away some fun stuff to some great fans. All you have to do is answer some questions. We'll be doing a trivia contest through our Discord server. Every day for the month of October, I'll be picking a question about the people, places, and things in our little corner of Coruscant. One right answer means one entry into our big raffle at the end of the month. Some questions will be easy, others hard. Check out the show notes for a link to the Discord, where you can find the full rules and a peek at the prizes.